What's wrong with you people? How do y'all feel this morning? Why do you always make me define what you meant? Welcome to the Reformatory Podcast, where we discuss life, theology, music, culture, and Facebook fads. My name is Daniel Corey. I'm a pastor in Kirkland, Washington. And I am Josh Loftus, member at the church that Daniel pastors in Kirkland, Washington. And we are coming at you, uh, not live, not in person, but in studio, over over the interwebs, as Daniel calls them. So if, the you, hear, if you hear a little difference in our interaction, uh, in the quality perhaps of our, of our podcasting, um, either content or sound, <laughs> it's because Daniel and I actually aren't in the same room together. We are quarantined uh, in our respective homes. Freaking so out. This episode is worse. We're blaming technology. If it's as good or better, we have overcome. We have, and we might just do this uh, from now on. No, that's not true. Daniel, we're quarantined right now, man. And I'm going to real talk, real talk with you, real real talk talk with our listeners. I'm grumpy. I can attest to this. I I am grumpy. I am, I'm not, uh, I'm not happy right now. Just, are you an intro? Are you introvert, Josh? I am so far from, I am literally the introvert's (laughs) worst nightmare. Like I'm the ex, I am the extrovert evangelist that will try to make introverts extroverts. <laughs> and uh, I'm not doing well. This is hard, man. Like yeah. I haven't gathered with my family for church for two weeks now. It's been two weeks. It feels like four years. And I'm I'm getting grumpy, dude. I haven't yeah. I haven't had the Lord's Supper in two weeks. I haven't been able to hang out with you and all my other friends for two weeks, and I'm dying. Are you being like super productive? Well, I mean, I, I'm thankfully I have a job that is deemed essential. So I'm working go. a lot, which is great. So uh, yeah, but uh, I don't like on Facebook where people who are like, I'm in quarantine and look at these amazing projects I've got. Done. Oh yeah. yeah. You guys go Take a walk. get out of here. You <laughs> Pinterest Facebook people. Posting. Oh, you're killing me. All of these, all these people. Look at all the essential garden gar- gardening I'm doing. <laughs> There's always one like pictures uh, of the dads playing with their kids. They're like, look at family time. I'm look at like, family time. Yeah, that's not what our family time looks like. No, no, no. It's um, <laughs> but Facebook, every time I get close to wanting to delete it, and I've been on the verge of that for a while. It pulls you back in. It does, man. It totally <laughs> redeems itself. Did you see that Kenneth Copeland business? Not Dude. the one where he like sneezed on his hand and was like, reach out and touch. Yeah, this. no, 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 no. I sent you. One. Is it the one I sent you? Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, Kenneth Copeland came out with a new video of him mm. rebuking uh rebuking the coronavirus, claiming victory, and demanding a antidote in the name of him being the prophet of God. <laughs> and then repeating like over and over at, at the end, like it is finished. It is finished. It is finished. He's and talking the about dude, his career. And yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope. 
<laughs> good zing. Oh, well, look at you, man. Quarantine has not has not uh, damp has not dulled your uh, your your wit. Man, I'm, um, I'm podcasting in sweatpants today, baby. Hey, dude, at least you're in sweatpants. Mm, uh, that's good. <laughs> um, did you see but, he had like dude, that hype no, man? His hype man. His <laughs> hype man, though. Let's talk about this dude who like his hype man as Kenneth Copeland is like doing his thing, right? Doing his shtick. Yeah. The hype man's like, oh, mm, mm. hallelujah. And then Amen. like kind of goes off into tongues a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> and it was literally... I was watching this and I'm like, the first thought was, this is what the world thinks of Christians, this crap. And well, second, had, it was like, this is funnier. That, so. This is funnier than, than any SNL skit. Oh, it <laughs> was seen. sad though. Like, it was <laughs> well, funny. Yeah. But, but it was, you know, it, it's funny in the way that like somebody getting hurt is funny where, which is laugh, hilarious, which is actually hilarious. Yeah, yeah. exactly. As long as they don't get like really hurt. Right. But right. With this cat, like, I guess I'm looking for sense where sense doesn't exist. Cause he was like, he was rebuking the virus. He was demanding Satan get out of our country, which already yes. I'm like, so you don't care if he wrecks like other countries. Right. 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 Just, it, just stay out of the country. That's giving me the most money. Stay out of America. <laughs> stay out of America. Um, so that was problematic. The other yeah. was like he was he was treating it like he had the he like told the Satan he had the authority to kick him out. Right. And then he demands and declares that there is a it wasn't antidote, it was a it was immunization. A, yeah, a, yeah. Uh, vaccination. Vaccination, yeah. A vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I'm going, if you kick Satan out of here and he's behind all this, why y'all need like a vaccine? Right, right. Shouldn't kicking him out be enough? Like shouldn't Corona literally like leave with him? Right? Isn't yeah. that the idea? <laughs> yeah so it didn't make a lot so, of sense but it kind of made me a little jealous like i wish i had a hype guy yeah i know what you're gonna i'm not gonna be your hype guy okay I'm sorry. i well, would be a horrible hype guy because yeah, half the things you, you would like say tired and grumpy you'd be like <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah whatever half the up. things you would say i'd be like what <laughs> hold up <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the worst you'd hype be, guy in the world. Questioning everything I said. Yes, I would be. I would be. I'd be an awful, awful hype man. Um, so, dude, that's not even like the craziest. So, did you see the? We're literally turning into like the the Drudge Report. Did you see um, that 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 cat down in Florida, dude? There was a pastor of like a uh, like a health and wealth church, right? But he got arrested. Yeah, I don't know what kind of church it was it's a mega um, church and from my study he is not he is not a pastor that we would um we agree with we wouldn't agree with him on i don't think anything including the gospel oh well that's a big one there yeah yeah so he got arrested because he is among the the group of people in america right now they're like we're holding church no matter what i don't care what the government says I don't care. Big. Oh, they're huge. They're huge. Yeah. But because it is a nationwide, like you can't meet over 10 people right now because you will, that's how the disease spreads. Uh, he just, he just completely ignored that. And they had church and there was a lot of people there and he got arrested for it. Go figure. He broke the law and got arrested. Crazy. That's what happens. Right. But dude, so what's, what's killing me though, is the response that I'm seeing to this. Even okay. in the reformed camp, and I know I might, I might make some enemies here. I might make some people mad, but I just got to see it. I, I just got to say it. There are some reformed cats out there right now 
who care more about government infringement than they do a false gospel <laughs> mm. in that there's a lot of people saying, oh yeah, this dude, the government's overreaching. They shouldn't have arrested him. Sure. And I, and I understand, right? I understand the, the different arguments. You can say that, yes, the government making this mandate is overreaching. That's an argument you can make. That's a discussion you can have. But wherever you fall on that argument, and I think, I think we agree on this, it really doesn't matter because I think we should be submitting to it anyway. Um, like, I don't think it's to the point, at least at this point, where the government is demanding that we do something that is sinful. I was listening to, what was it Mark Dever um, talking about this? And he was saying, look, this isn't an attack on Christianity. Yeah this, no, isn't, yeah. this isn't the government saying Christian churches can't meet. It's like, this is a nationwide thing where they're saying, don't meet because people are going to get sick. Well, nationwide is on your side. Oh my. <laughs> um, <So> what do you <laughs> wow all right so what i do agree you take with you this? i think if anything it has been more uh pointedly aimed at like small businesses um, yeah there's a lot of small businesses having to there, there's a big part doors. of me that's pretty upset with j- just as like a citizen right uh i'm not pleased with that this is not a political. We are not cross politics, so no, we're not, not going to delve into this. Nope. But uh, I'm going to tell the inner libertarian in me to go back in his cage. Um, <laughs> this is not a pointed attack on the church. Uh, if no, it turns not. into that, then we can have that conversation. But it is that. It is not that right now. No. No. And so we're we're cool, um, and I think should abide by those rules. Um, and I think we can we can even find precedence in church history of when health things like this have happened, when it was the plague, when it was the Spanish flu, when it was other things, the church really did what they could to help. And so yeah, right. this is we just have no sense of history. Um, so we don't we don't know. Right. I but, think there's um, yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah, I, I completely agree. I think there is a I think there is just kind of a general, not with everybody, but I think in a lot of Christianity, there's kind of a persecution complex a little bit that, that we, we want to be persecuted so bad as long as it doesn't like go above a certain level. <laughs> like as long as the persecution stays at like mean comments on Facebook sure. and light inconveniences, uh, yeah. we, we can claim persecution. Um, yeah, we're, this, we're, we want persecution the way that we want it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Exactly. Like a Build-A-Bear, but yes. a Build-A-Persecution. <laughs> yeah. Build-A-Persecution. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. Persecution, choose your own adventure game. Right? Yeah. I can and- just imagine Christians in like Sudan shaking their heads going, oh. y'all think that's, I don't even know what y'all talking about. Yeah. I don't know well, why they have a Southern accent in Sudan. Yeah. But. I was going to say, they're Southern Sudanians. <laughs> <laughs> So, but that, that poses the question is, is with all of this going on, right? And social media obviously just blows everything up to 10,000 degrees. Mm-hmm. But with all of this going on, I think we, we want to pu- pull back a little bit. We want to pull it out of the realm of politics. We want to pull it out of the realm of sociology. We want to look at this. How do we shepherd our churches well through mm-hmm. this? Cause it's really, it, it is difficult. It, I mean, it's not something that we have had to deal with yet. 
in our generations. This yep. is not, this is brand new. This is our first um, rodeo. Yeah, it is. It is literally the first rodeo. And there's some churches that are doing it really well. There's some churches that are doing it really poorly. Mm-hmm. And we want to look at both of those and learn from them. And the question is posed, because we've got a lot of pastors that listen, a lot of church people that listen. How do we shepherd our families? How do we shepherd our churches through this in a way that, Lord willing, we come out on the other side uh, stronger and more unified as a church? Because hmm. I do think it's possible. Oh, not only possible, I think it's it's a moral imperative that that's yeah. the way we come out of it. You know what I mean? Like that, it, yeah, you're right. It's not just possible, but like that's the duty of the church is right. to come out united rather than uh, divided. Uh, the one thing, or I guess the first thing that comes to my mind, um, and it's more like on a John and Jane member level. Oh, there we go. Um it just if you're a normal member of a normal Bible-believing, faithful church, now, if you're not part of a faithful, Bible-believing, gospel-preaching church, go uh, leave and find yeah. one. Find one, and then, so so pause this episode. Yeah. <laughs> find one, join it, and then and then resume the app. You come back and press play. <laughs> yes. Um, I guess I would say be very supportive of your elders and the the one that I, the issue that I saw was back before all this was, was mandatory and it was just hitting churches over 250 and churches under right. 250 could meet. There was a, there was some major criticism by uh, people who were members of their church. Their church was over a certain size and so they had to close it down. Right. And, um, and they were really like not happy with that decision. And so right. they would go find churches that were open and go there and kind of gripe about. Yeah. Yeah. That's not be, cool. People. No, that's not cool at all. That, that's not okay. No. So if, if you're going to a faithful church that God has put faithful men over to lead, they've prayerfully considered their course of action, how to best lead the body, love their members and love their neighbors and they're making those decisions and what they need more than, well, what they need right now is um, just their church to lovingly support them and follow them. Uh, yeah. Cause yeah. I, I, unless your pastor is like 102, no one's ever pastored through this. Right. Kind right. of a scenario. So. Yeah. Well, and, and, and realize too, you know, listeners that every church is going to do it differently. Our church is doing it one way. The church down the street is going to do it a different way, right? And again, the the caveat is you're you're going to a good gospel centered church that's faithfully loving its members. Part of being a member, part of your responsibility as a member, is following the elders through times like this. Mm-hmm. You might not personally agree with it. Mm-hmm. You might you might you might not think it's the best decision, but your elders have been placed there by God as your authority, as my authority. And it, it honestly, and I want to say this as lovingly as I can, it really doesn't matter whether or not I agree with it or not. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm really glad that I have the relationship that I have with my elders, that if I honestly disagree with something, I know I can have a convo with them. But at the end of the day, whatever decision they make is the decision that I need to not only be fine with, but also support. Yeah. Yeah, right. within within degrees, obviously, on this yeah, topic right. for sure. 
Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, obviously if my elders end up telling me to do something wrong yeah, uh, and, and unbiblical, then yes. Yeah. All of this is caveated in that the elders are not telling you to do something unbiblical. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> if it's, if it's, I didn't feel like I had to make that, no, con, no, that caveat, don't. but apparently I do. Sadly um, in this day and age. That, sadly we do. Right. If it's, if, if it's not sinful, um, it is a great opportunity for us to show the unity that the gospel brings Mm-hmm. And that we put aside our personal beliefs or our personal desires or whatever it is and, and follow. Yeah. And, and not only follow, don't follow with your arms crossed, your head down, gr- griping the whole way. Mm-hmm. Follow joyfully, right? And support your elders. Like Dan was talking about, pray for them, call them, send them emails, send them texts, whichever level of degree your church is on, te- you know, technology wise, tell them you're praying for them because mm-hmm. elders and pastors right now are getting hit really, really hard. Yeah. One thing that I appreciate, um, I've had a few, uh, in our church do it. Uh, one in particular, um, and, and I suspect that we would have this person and myself would have differing opinions on a course forward. Sure. And so we've, we've had a few, uh, very excellent little discussions. And at the end, this, this person always says like, I've got your back, support you ride with you like we're, we're on board and so i just appreciate that it's not like everyone has to be like you know the end of the line i i agree with everything you say like no they're, they're, it's a complex issue but it's just reassuring for me to hear folks in my congregation be like hey we we support the church and um praying for you right. guys so remember I that scene in in the fellowship of the ring right at the end right after boromir's just been completely shot up right and he's lying there and he's about to die. And Aragorn comes up to him and they have that moment, man, where that like bro-man. that bromant where <laughs> Boromir and Aragorn really didn't agree on much at all. They, no, not Boromir, until that point. Boromir wanted to go one way. Aragorn wanted to go the other. But it was, I would have followed you, my captain or my brother, my captain, my king. Right. And it's, it's just so like, that's the unity we need, man. I just yeah. got really sappy because I'm grumpy and now I need to go watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> It would have been really inappropriate uh, if Aragorn was like, I love you too, my little pincushion. My little my little brother. <laughs> my little pincushion. Oh my oh, god. Oh, he was full of arrows. I know, that's dark. Yeah. <laughs> that is dark. So something so I was talking with a friend of mine uh, that's a pastor uh, locally here. Um and he he made a plea. So he's a faithful listener. He actually created that meme for us, that awesome meme where it's like the, the, uh, the flex tape dude, right? And it's oh, yeah. Bethel music, and then the Reformed where he slapped on it. I love which that. Was, which was awesome. So Pastor Patrick, first off, shout out to Pastor Patrick. Awesome oh, Patrick. Dude. Oh, Patrick, great guy. But he, he had a plea to us, Daniel. He, he, had a, uh, he had an outcry that we would please encourage and talk about uh, these some some Christians and pastors right now using Bible verses out of context in times of peril and times of trials. I think he was talking specifically about like the, um, well, we are called to not forsake the gathering of believers. Therefore, it doesn't matter what the government says we're going to meet. Sure. Uh, or, you know, we're, we're, we're two or more are gathered on the other side. Therefore it's church. <laughs> so we're having <laughs> communion. I don't know how church discipline gets done that way. If it's just them arguing back and forth. <laughs> it's, it's two people telling the third person, like you out, 
<laughs> yet you're gone. <laughs> and then they they can't do it again until uh, until a third person. Well, joins. they just yeah they well or they could just church discipline themselves. Oh, they could. Oh, is do self baptism? We should look into that. <laughs> let's. let's that sounds like just, it could be a it's thing. just called a bath um, uh, okay looking fair. for that meme um it was solid like i did some good work oh yeah um yeah, so he awesome. wants it, us to address like bible verses that are getting chucked around a little out of context yeah i, I think he might just want us to tell people to stop it <laughs> stop it oh okay <laughs> hey uh people using bible verses out of context knock that junk off not that junk off right when you're <laughs> if you're going to use a verse to as a proof for something that you believe or something you do or some practice you can't divorce you can't take it out of its context and just cherry pick it because that's how cults start Mm -hmm. i'm just that yeah that is that's how cults start yeah i would say that if someone wanted uh, something to point to um like obviously the church from the word ecclesia well yeah, roundaboutly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, means to gather, to assemble. Dude, there's there's some reform dude right now just raging like, it's not roundabout. <laughs> How dare, did you even Greek? <laughs> well, so the word, the English word church is from the Greek word kakurios, which means belonging to the Lord. But the New Testament word often translated church is ekklesia. So for you nerd out there. I'm bored now. Calm down. But here's the thing. Is it a fundamental aspect of the church to physically gather? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, Does that mean that if we have to suspend that temporarily in view of public health that we're being disobedient to Scripture? No, I don't believe so. No. Um, the, the, The odd thing is, like, no one comes whipping that verse out when someone who, like, has the flu. Right. Stays away from church. We're all like, oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Please no, don't no. come and yak at church. Right, right. Um, I want I want these people to be consistent in that, like, if 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 a member of their church doesn't show up because they like broke a leg or something like that, go rebuke them. Oh man, those elders better be at their house Sunday afternoon. <laughs> with go like, with where are we going? The ICU. The ICU. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, it's like like you can't be consistent with that interpretation. No. You can't, right? And and you have to be able to be consistent across the board with your convictions, with how you interpret scripture. You can't just cherry pick it and it applies to one situation or one specific scenario, but not another. That's not how the Bible works. It's 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 sufficient across the board. It's able to be applied across the board, right? Yeah. So that that, that verse from Hebrews, don't forsake the assembling together. Uh, that's talking about the dude who's always like blowing off church to go do other stuff. Yeah. That's that's like, not the situation we like got here. Golfing, or yeah. Seahawk games. Preach. I'm just saying. I'm just well, saying. Keep it. going. You I'm keep going. I'm your hype guy. Hey, oh yeah. Oh, oh, are you my hype guy? I'm your hype guy. <laughs> I am the prophet of the Lord. Haba <laughs> yaba Haba haba shaba shaba. <laughs> Take you to shaba now. So if uh, yeah, if people are whipping that verse out to say the church should meet. Like we all we all know the church should gather. Right. We all know that. To be a New Testament church, it requires people physically seeing each other. Yeah. Um, does that mean you have to do it every week? Um, yeah, in general, yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that is yeah, what it in, in, in general, I think, yeah. I think that we should make every, every attempt that mm-hmm. we can to gather with our 
brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, obviously there's going to be things that pop up in life that prevent us from doing that. Yeah. Like an accident or you have a flu or, or a Seahawks game. or Seahawks. Yes. The, <laughs> the occasional Seahawks game that starts at 10 AM. Um, no, that's not, that, that's not one of them. Just, just to be clear. Uh, there's going to be things that pop up and yep. that's fine. Right. Yep. We're not, we're not, we're not over here counting heads and you know, Oh, they missed a Sunday. Now I do think it's cool that if somebody does miss a Sunday and we don't know why, I think it's a very loving church to be like, Hey, we didn't see it. Like we didn't see it on Sunday. Everything. Okay. Like, you know, just, just want to check in and, but it's not done in a, in a way that it's, you weren't here. Yeah, you are you in missed. sin. It's because yeah. you were missed because you're part you of the missed. family. Like if you had a family, close family member that didn't show up to a family reunion, you're going to want to know why, because mm-hmm. you love them and you want them to be part of the family because they, they bring something to the family that is lacking when they're gone. Yep. The church right? limps because they weren't there. Exactly. And exactly. And that's the correct perspective. And that's really the, the, the mindset that we need to be in when interpreting that verse that we should be gathering or do not forsake the gathering of believers. That's the mindset that we need to be in. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's really important. I, I think that we're interpreting it through, through, through that lens. Yeah. I also, I also have an issue um, on the other side of that where yeah. we're trying to um, pedal anything and everything under the heading of, well, if you don't do that, you don't love your neighbor. Oh, right. So that's, that's another dangerous side of things where it's like, oh, you went for a walk outside? You must not love your neighbor. Yeah. Oh, you went to Costco to get some bananas? you don't love your neighbor. Right. Like right. let's chill. Let's love our neighbors, but let's not be trying to park anything and everything under the heading. Love your neighbor. Right. Right. So yeah. let's just be careful with that. Right. <laughs> exactly. Because oftentimes actually loving your neighbor uh, looks like doing something uncomfortable. So if, if loving our neighbor is always just the, the, the thing that's going to make them, uh, feel, feel the best, <laughs> um, you're not going to be loving your neighbor all the time because sometimes loving your neighbor is hard. Mm-hmm. I wish, I wish Daniel that, that, that you would, when you love me a little bit, that it's mm-hmm. not so harsh because it's always, always seems like it's hard. Yeah. It is hard to love you. I mean, wait, I misunderstand, oh! <laughs> I misunderstand that. <laughs> no, you, you interpreted it correctly. Oh, good. <laughs> it's fine. When you said like loving your neighbor sometimes is uncomfortable. I just was like, so yoga is loving your neighbor. <laughs> Cause I can't imagine anything. More I can't imagine. No, no. I, and in all honesty, if I were to do yoga, that if somebody were, somebody would accuse me of un, not being loving to my la- neighbor and they'd be right. Yeah, that, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, you shouldn't no. Do that. there are some, do that. <laughs> thank you for agreeing so, with me. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other, other Bible verse I've seen chucked around. The main ones, the, the two biggest abused ones I'm seeing is the park everything under love your neighbor and the uh, don't forsake the assembly. Those kind of verses on either side. There's also like the two or three more are gathered. Like there's the church. Yeah. Let's be careful with that one too. Cause right. it's just, Again, I don't. I don't want to cage on you, but uh, not on you, Josh. Just on someone who would use that verse. You do like, want to cage on. Let's me, be careful not to be like, you know, dad and his, you know, wife and his kids, and don't don't be like, we are the church. Here is communion. Like, yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. You're a dad. Those are kids. Y'all part of the church. 
but the church is not gathered. And so let's not be doing things that only the church should do when she's gathered kind of thing. Right. Right. Which is, oh, which is I know a huge it, sorry, debate. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I was going to say, which is a huge debate right now. I'm seeing that all over the place, whether mm-hmm. or not you do communion. Some churches are saying yes. Some churches are saying no. Some churches are doing a hybrid that yes, you can, as long as certain parameters are met. Um, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And there's yeah. a lot of different interpretations to that. Yeah, my, my, my thought would be um, if you have officers overseeing small gatherings, then maybe you could entertain it. Even then, I would, I'd be a little nervous about it. But um, if not, uh, yeah, no, please don't do that. Yeah, please, yeah. Please and don't celebrate the corporate meal right. when it's not a corporate gathering. It's true. It's true. And I kind of I think, you, you know, there's, there's that, you know, dads, you know, husband, husbands are the pastors of their home kind of mentality yeah. that's, that's thrown around. And, and I understand what they're saying and some of the applications of what they say, I agree with, but I sure. think, I think that they're, that that is really being taken as a license right now for dads to basically set themselves up as a pseudo pastor yeah. uh, or husbands to set themselves up as pseudo pastors that are somehow weirdly under the elders, but still have the same authority over their family and they're giving communion. And it's just, it's a mess. Look, the church corporate has the elders that have been appointed. Yeah. Please, it's, please it's, let it's the church that simple. give communion and baptize. Please just let it, let's just keep it there. Please. Yeah. Please. What was the other thing you were going to say? You, you had an epiphany. Oh, I did. An yeah. epiphanundrum. Okay. It's a new word. Um, there's also like this funny, um, I know some people are joking about it. Uh, like I, I, uh, I don't think they're a listener. I bumped into some new members. Um, I stopped by the church to get a book and they were, they just, they were out and about and they thought, Hey, let's clean up the church grounds. And he he, thankfully was joking. He's like, Hey, I like the live stream we're doing. He's like, let's just do that from now on. (laughs) And, um, and so there's like, I know some people say jokingly like he did, like obviously he doesn't mean that, but there are some churches um, where they're, where they're going. I thought I saw like an interview with Judah, Smith, Judah Smith, who's yeah. literally just down the street here. He is, yeah. Um, where there's a push to like grow Online your church. brand and do church digitally now, right? Um, because it, it's, it's like if you look at the numbers, like it can look like just the live stream we've done to minister to people who, oh, yeah, hundreds of people, yeah. We're like our church yeah. is influencing like three, four, five times more than usually come, which is, is great, cool. Um, but l- let's, let's not make this normal. No, no, no. And, and here, yeah, here's the thing. Look, online church does not replace in any way the physical gathering of believers. No. So let's start there. It was never intended to, it no. never will replace that. Now, with that caveat, because I feel like I'm having to do a lot of caveats today, because Daniel's got me scared. Caveat king. Caveat. I'm the caveat king. So, yes, with, with that caveat in place, I don't think it's bad or wrong for churches to utilize social media to get the gospel into the community and into the culture. I think that can actually be a pretty cool thing for churches um, – to utilize that and to stream or put their, put their sermons out there for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, evangelistically, 
I think it's really cool that I can log on social media or I can share something to a site or send something where it's my pastor giving the gospel and correctly, um, correctly exegeting a text. I think that's great. Um, Also for those, those, uh, those times where for some reason I am not able to make it to the gathering. I'm sick. I'm hurt. I can still be a part of that. In some way, in, yeah. in some, in, yep. in, in, in a different way, but, but mm-hmm. I can still, I can still listen to my pastor. I can still hear the music. I can still hear the voices of my brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's better than nothing. Oh yeah. Right? I mean, it's way better than nothing. So I think it's actually a cool thing if churches want to continue to do that. I think you just have to do it while at the same time, teaching and walking through this is no substitution this was never meant yeah. to be a substitution and so how do you how do you think you kind of gravitate those those two things not wanting it to be a substitution but also utilizing it as a good thing how, how can we not fall on like one in one ditch or the other do you think yeah so i think for us i can only kind of talk from our context um there are a lot of small churches where they've they don't have the means to go digital like there's a church just down the road that i know um lovely lovely church lovely saints they just don't have the funds the people with the know-how sure they can't do it but for churches who do have that op that that opportunity like king's cross we've started live streaming and we've made a conscious decision to live stream not just the sermon but all of the service yeah even though no one else is there right um it's literally just me and the sound guys and the people needed for um playing music yeah, we did that because we want to um, give people not just encouragement, but kind of a taste of normal normalcy. Yeah, in the middle of really chaotic times, so we communicated with our folks. We said in churchwide communication, "Hey, this is not a replacement for service. Mm-hmm. This is not church itself, but we're not able to meet right now, and so." we're going to do as much as we can to, to encourage you and to make things feel as normal as possible. All the while freely saying this isn't church. So we're not serving the supper. We're not gathering corporately physically. Um, but you're still going to hear a call to worship confession of sin, assurance of pardon, the hymns, the corporate reading, the sermon, the benediction, every other piece of the liturgy. And, um, one of the reasons I, I like that is I think our liturgy is uh, scripture saturated, scripture rich. Right. So I, I think there's a whole lot of benefit in doing that. So we've emailed out our the PDF of our service available and we overlay on the video all of the things that we're reading so that people can be active at home. Even right. there's even one guy in our church. Um, I don't want to say any names or reveal the identity of any persons. But he sent me a photo of like a plate of waffles. And like in the background was our service. Yeah, I don't know who that guy was. And yeah. Although I although I, I can attest that that was one of the one of the most relaxing Sunday mornings that guy has ever had. Yeah. Josh, you like waffles, don't you? You know, I love waffles. I love waffles. <laughs> and I can say that your sermons are like 80% more enjoyable when listened to while consuming waffles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. That was awesome. I love that uh, photo, by the way. I was, uh, it was, so, I was so dying good. laughing. Yeah. Actually, it made me want to have waffles. 
Hey, so. dude, waffles are great. Waffles Do you put? Are, are you a peanut butter guy on the oh, waffle? Oh, dude, yeah, peanut butter and syrup. Yes, both. Yeah. yeah Don't go so crazy good. on the peanut butter. No, because then but, then but it enough. gets all chalky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, oh yes, yeah. Peanut butter and syrup is the only way to have a waffle. Yeah, but, so it's not a replacement. It's, no, not, it's not a uh, fix, but w- we're trying to encourage our people the best way that we can. The other thing we're doing is we are doing a Zoom uh, prayer meeting. Right. Which it, to all you using Zoom, right? there are emerging videos everywhere yep. um, of Zoom meetings gone bad. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. They're great. They're great. So watch those and learn from if you're zooming with your, this has not happened. Please. If you're zooming a prayer meeting, you got to use the restroom. Leave your phone in the other room. Oh, please. Yeah. I just got a notice saying our internet was unstable. We should probably wrap this up. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's good stuff. <laughs> well, Daniel, uh, just as uh, you know, no. online church is no, is no, um, replacement for the real thing this this uh, online recording is no replacement for the real thing i feel like this was an okay podcast i think we did okay and i'm looking like that's for usually cut above what we usually produce <laughs> yeah you know i'm looking forward to actually being uh being <laughs> with you when we record again so hopefully we didn't bore our listeners and um obviously with the uh with the way that uh things are going right now just online there's no korean culture so that is one Aww. one benefit that I'm sure Daniel is is just so excited, so excited for. If this quarantine brought you any joy, it's that you had a podcast without Corian culture. It was a it was a it was a bad trade off because we also don't have our producer with us. That's true. So That's true. I miss but, him, but I don't miss Corian culture. So it's a six and one a half dozen of the other. See, I miss Corian culture, but I don't miss him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Chan's gonna hear that when he edits. When he edits, when he edits. (laughs) Love you, love you, Chan. Love our producer. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Head on over to. um, I almost just said head on over to Doctrine and Devotion. (laughs) Woo! I didn't. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Head on over there. They've got great stuff. But head on over to uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram at Reformatory Pod. Head on over all the sociables. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes, if you will. Please, it helps get this podcast out to more people um, and kind of spreads the word. We really appreciate you guys interacting with us. Head on over to Patreon. We have a Patreon. Support us if you can. I know things are tight right now, so take care of your family. Take care of your church. And if you happen to have a few dollars left over, just a few, consider supporting the Reformatory. But I think we have a $5 minimum, so please make sure it's at least that. At least $5. And send us your funniest... uh, uh, memes. Yes, yeah, send us send us all the memes. We love memes, and uh, we will we will be sharing the memes on all our socials. So thank you all for listening, and um, from Ground Zero. We'll Out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> can't touch this. Yeah, that's how we living, and you know can't touch this. Look at my eyes, man. Can't touch this. Yo, let me bust the funky lyrics. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that, now you know you want to dance. So move out of your seat and get a five girl and catch this beat while it's rolling. Hold on, pump a little bit and let the noise go on like that. Like that.